Plot twists. We are obsessed with them. In film, life, and love, they turn up everywhere. It's that moment in a story that takes you in an unexpected direction. I'm Tom, super fan of cinema, sport, comedy, and I'm part of the old impression. And throughout this series, brought to you by Now and Sky, I'll be interviewing TV and film stars, asking them all about the plot twist moments that define their lives and careers. So expect the unexpected, and hopefully some behind-the-scenes gems you've never heard before. Expect spoilers. You know, if I'm ever talking about the brightest stars in Hollywood, the leading actors to look out for, my guest this week, Letitia Wright, is undoubtedly on that list. She's got to be. She's not even 30, and we're talking top boy, Doctor Who, being directed by Spielberg in Ready Player One, being directed by Steve McQueen in Small Axe, an iconic Black Mirror episode, and of course, Shuri in Black Panther. Uh, iconic performance, a breakthrough role for her, and very much critically acclaimed. You know, the deep themes, the precious identity and the quirkiness that she encompassed opposite Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman, it's become iconic. And of course, after Chadwick Boseman's tragic passing, she is now the Black Panther. It's incredible what she has gone through in such a short space of time. And I'm, I am so excited to have this pretty rare opportunity to chat to her. She is unique in that she looks for different types of projects. So it'd be good to kind of delve into that and get her perspective. A recent example would be Aisha, the Sky Original. It's such an absorbing and heartfelt story a story of friendship and the Irish immigration system. She's opposite Josh O'Connor. It's, it's an amazing film. You can watch that on Sky Cinema or with a cinema membership on now. And she's back with another film that you sort of wouldn't expect her to do. It's uh, a Western with a twist, cool surrounded. And she's playing a former Buffalo soldier disguised as a young man heading west in search of gold. It's a pretty, and again, another absorbing performance from her. She is amazing, as is Jamie Bell. So I've got to talk to her about the film, talk to her about her motives, and that will be available online digitally from the 26th of June. And I want to talk to her about home, because we claim her as one of the stars of the British acting scene. But she was actually born in Guyana. She's very proud of her heritage. And she went back there at the beginning of this year for... A very special reason. So that felt like a pretty good place to start. Here is the exceptional Letitia Wright on Plot Twist. I'm honoured that you've come on Plot Twist. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. I was wondering though, how do I address you these days? Is it is it Doctor Letitia Wright? Is is that should I be going with that? Doctor L maybe? That sounds quite cool. <laughs> Did your research? A little bit. Um, yes, sir. I'm. Um... Yes, I'm addressed by Dr. Letitia Wright <laughs> very often. Yes, that's what's been happening since January. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought Dr. L might be a nice little kind of like alter ego kind of, you know, side thing. I like thing. Dr. L. Yeah. I like <laughs> That was, uh, yeah, honorary doctorate you got in January back in, in Guyana. Congratulations on that. And I just thought everything that you've done in your career, and you're not even 30, to go and receive that honor must have been a pretty special and sort of like a full circle moment. Yeah, 100%. It was my first time going back home in like 15 years. Wow. So imagine going back there and just being showered with so much love, but also this beautiful surprise of 
of a doctorate in at the University of Guyana, just just coming together to honor the work that I've done thus far in my craft. And and yes, I'm still growing. I'm still I'm still learning. But yeah, it's been it's it was a beautiful experience. And yeah, that's the most cherished thing. And I, I've come away with. Was it? I think there was like only ten other people in sixty years have received such an award. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, doing a bit of the research about Guyana because I've got to be honest, I didn't know too much. But now I want a pepper pot. I want to. I've I've got to try it. No, come on, Tom, man. That was beautiful. That's beautiful. Pepper pot. Do you know what that means at Christmas? Is that a big deal in your household? Yeah, you have to come to Guyana now. (laughs) Next flight to Georgetown. I'm there. You have direct flights, you know, straight from here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, yeah, I need to try that. That's up my street. Absolutely. Talking of things like that, what? Because first eight years of your life are in Guyana. You, you know, you're born there, and I know it's something that is a big part of who you are and your identity. What is it about those sort of memories that comes to mind? What would you think of when you think of Guyana? And oh man, good question. The heat, yeah, <laughs> very hot, <laughs> and just the the flow of the people, you know, just, I didn't know that I was actually a country girl. So when I went home, you land in the city and then where I'm from and the West Bank of of, of Guyana, that's like, you're going deep into the country areas. So like my cousins will be telling me like, you're a country girl. And I'll be like, I'm not a country girl, what is that? <laughs> They're like, you were chasing the chickens as a kid, <laughs> you know, you were looking after the you were looking after the farm. I was like, I was. So I think like going home, the nostalgic yeah. like vibe of like, you know, how I grew up. So really, if we want to call it organic, you know, I, I saw my chickens before they were cooked. <laughs> you know, I, I saw him fighting with the other chicken in the morning. Um, and it just it just reminded me of how simple life was back then not complicated at all and that in a for for me to leave and go to a new place with my parents and come back and 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 just see how still intact you know we still have one of the best nature uh, forests Mm. um, in the world you know just seeing so many memories like flash through my mind as I go back home yeah, it was it was just cool. It was just really cool. I, I want to go back as often as possible, but um, and the love there as well. So, yeah, that's that's a lot. That's I a lot. love that. I love that. It's amazing when you go back somewhere, even a smell or a vision of an you know an image, a place that you've been in the past, you haven't been for a long time. It just suddenly yeah. you get this burst of memories that come flooding in. It's I love it. Um, before I ask you the first plot twist question, I wanted to talk about imagination and, and growing up because you've done so much. And I already said before the age of thirty, it's quite extraordinary. And your friend, John Boyega, tells you to dream big when you're younger. Yeah. All the projects yeah. that you've done, all the big hits, this new movie like Surrounded, for example, could you envisage that? Could you have foreseen that in your future? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, when you're a young teenager with a dream, you hold on to what what you can see, really, those examples. And growing up, like you have, you know, the Angela Bassett, you know, you have Kiki Palmer, you have John, you know, being in Star Wars and stuff. Yeah. And and I think all of these beautiful inspirations just yeah, feed into into your imagination and, and help you to dream bigger. You can't fully pinpoint exactly what it would be, but you know, you you'll know it when it comes to you. 
So I think for me, it was just about not putting a box on my imagination of what I could represent and what I could play. I think that was the first challenge. That I wasn't just going to play one particular type of young black woman or young woman in general. I just wanted to the opportunity to to flow and be be in different characters. And I think because I wanted that in my heart, I kind of attracted it. Mm. And because I, I prayed about that, that's what kind of has been ha- happening for me. So yeah, it's like imagination, but also being inspired as well. And then that coming together to to kind of like formulate like a new manifestation in you, like a new belief in you that, oh, like if they did something different that's so outside the box, I can do that too. And that's why I kind of carry with me throughout my career. So, and I'm still trying to chase that. I'm still trying to chase totally different characters, totally different scenarios and and challenging myself. I love a bit of manifesting. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Was it, is it Akila in the B, one of the films early on that kind of influenced you with Angela Bassett? I mean, what a queen she is. Yeah. 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 yeah full circle to then actually be Mama. Yeah, then working with her. Yeah, I know. How crazy is that? And let me ask you a plot twist question. The podcast is about plot twists and we see them in TV and film that something can happen. It can change our story, our narrative. And often we have our own plot twist moments in our lives. Mm. For you, Dr. Letitia Wright, what would be <laughs> your ultimate plot twist? Oh my goodness. Um could be a conversation. It could be a, a job that just suddenly changed your trajectory, changed your life. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, plot twist is like, yeah, be going onto a plane to LA and they're like on the other side of that of that flight is Ryan Coogler and Chadwick Boseman and you're going to meet them and see how it goes. Um, that's a major plot twist. Yeah, major plot twist. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Remember there was a kid in school as me being petty and he was making fun of me. <laughs> and he was like, are you going to be a background artist? And I said, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm a lead in Hobie City. And he's like, what, you're the background artist? And I was just like, imagine his face now when he sees who I'm going to meet. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wouldn't you love to have that conversation back with him? I really want to go back in time and just be like, dude, why did you do that to me? But that's a, yeah, that's a plot twist, yeah. Did you, When you're going on that flight, did you know, was it up in the air in terms of the outcome of that conversation? Or was it, or was it pretty set? Hmm. For what? It was at that time because you were just doing a screen test for everyone like in my world at the time, like the agents in my world at the time and, you know, friends and family, it was up in the air, like, oh my God, what's going to happen? But in my heart somewhere, I just knew that I had to come back with this role. Like I just had to come home with it. And I just felt like, yeah, like all the prayers that I had done and like just the belief that I had in myself that maybe that this was going to be the one shot for me like this was going to be the yes that I needed and I just kept believing in it it's like manifesting yeah honestly I kept even when the nerves came because I got like really nervous before that flight I almost was going to cancel and not go it was like this close to being like I'm too nervous this is not my time um but I'm so happy I, I was brave enough to go out because yeah I met some of the most amazing people who have changed my life for the better so yeah now i'm here now you're here and i feel like in order to grow sometimes you have to be courageous that's where you make those steps right yeah that's true definitely let's talk about this new film then surrounded i watched it last night i can see why you'd be attracted to it i mean the western backdrop the character of mo who is so i guess there's complexities there aren't there in in her and 
exterior wise you see this timid character but inside you get this burning energy and anger and passion mm-hmm. what is it about stories like this that attract you to think i've got to play this role mm. that's a beautiful question someone who has something that they're fighting for really i feel like at different seasons in my life jobs would either be like coming to me projects and roles will come to me in a season where I have to build and grow in my own personal life. So for example, like the series of roles that came like surrounded Silent Twins, Aisha, Black Panther, that's the order in which I filmed them. These women were all fighting for something bigger than themselves or trying to overcome something bigger than themselves. Some didn't make it, you know, and and some did. Some didn't have a happy ending and, and some had an ending that made the audience know that they were going on a healing journey. And I think for me at the time that I was selecting these projects, I remember my lawyers going, dude, like you're going to do all of these. You're going to have like one week of rest between each. I was like, yes, 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 I can do it. <laughs> and just going and, and just, just giving myself to these roles. But at the time, like in myself, like there was a growing that needed to happen internally as a woman and this internal strength that needed to be to be birthed in me um that that I didn't have in a season prior like that the 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 past seasons had its own strengths and you know what it needed to be and I needed to be an, a new version of myself in this new season so I feel like it's hand in hand it's like I attract projects at a time of my life where I need to learn something for myself and my characters are placed there to teach me something and I'm a vessel for them as well. And also, again, like I've always, I keep it very simple when it comes to my career. Like I follow the story, I follow impact, I follow purpose. I don't try to mess around and do too many different things. I love experimental things, but but I always follow purpose and I always follow impact and I always follow something that's going to be a little bit left field. Um, like you won't expect me to be in there. You won't expect a black woman to lead a, a Western. It's pretty much never been done, hardly ever, mm. right? The last time I saw that for me was, you know, uh, Erica Badu with one of the original films that the director for um, The Harder Day Four did, you know, and that was a beautiful journey to watch her do that. But yeah, that that that's kind of like my world where I, I go after what I feel is like impactful, and meaningful but also the characters are teaching me along the journey as well long answer but there you go <laughs> no, a beautiful answer and and i felt there was almost there's an education by watching a film like that because you get a sense of for a black woman in 1870 post-civil war yeah. in that environment how difficult it would have been to navigate those circumstances particularly the wild west where you know i, I thought it was amazing actually she has a piece of paper that kind mm-hmm. of gives her sort of this this freedom, right? And then and, and the next stage of her life, it's all on a piece of paper. But if that piece of paper disappears, what has she got? It's it was just think about life back then. It was like, wow, that is quite extraordinary. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The simplicity of it all. But yeah, like how one one thing that you work so hard for could, you know, if it if it leaves you, like what, you know, what what circumstances like that will put you in, you know, like you're kind of like fighting to to survive really. Yeah, I, I think it was I think it was really dope to see that journey or, or to represent that journey. Yeah. yeah. Not chatting too much. No, 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 no. I love it. I love it. What about working I mean Jamie Bell opposite you is is awesome as well. And both of you are such versatile actors. 
that must have been fun working with him like that because he had quite a lot of in really intense scenes together yeah he's one of the the most hard-working actors i've worked with honestly truly a lover of the craft and um it was really beautiful to see him on set and watch his scenes. We both just dedicated ourselves to it. Just watching how there's no ego, no ego with Jamie. I, I just loved that about him. Like never tried to, you know, take up space that, that didn't belong to him and neither did I. It was just like, we were just two artists just trying to figure out this story and, and tell the truth. So working with him was was really beautiful and I, and I hope to work with him again. Yeah, two artists trying to elevate each other. That's a nice way of thinking of it. Uh, doing the sort of the research and, and, and with that storytelling and the education, what, did you find examples of people like Mo that, yeah. you know, five years afterwards are trailblazers in setting up a new life for themselves and navigating through the Wild West, for example? Yeah, Cathay Williams, who Mo is based on, are inspired by her story. She, you know, was a black woman in, in that time who was trying to protect her life. And she came up with this idea and she saw the ways in which the men in the army were provided with food, clothing, sometimes shelter. And she just figured to herself, I, I cook for them, I, I help them. But what if I became one of them? And she knew that she had to adjust her appearance to do so and she did that and that was the most bravest thing that you could do and she spent Incredibly some years brave. yeah she had a gun and everything she spent some years fighting alongside them and she had to keep protection of her, of her real identity until she was revealed but she also had a plan she had a plan to save up enough money and to get to the other side i like to say that she she did achieve getting a piece of land where she wanted to live but it took some bravery to get there. So this backstory is there. And then we just build Mo, Mo Washington on top of that. Mm. Uh, and that filled me again with more confidence that when I'm on set, there was actually a black woman in the Wild Wild West going through stiff, yeah. going through this, this situation. So not only am I representing Mo Washington, but I'm, I'm also representing Cathay Williams and, and trying to bring honor to the path that she took for survival. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the research. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You portrayed it brilliantly. Just the sort of almost the timidness she had when you first see her, but actually understanding there's so many layers to her and yeah. that how that, the, 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 so those, those passions inside of her do sort of start to appear later down the movie and even change yeah. Tommy's perspective of her, which I thought was interesting. Let me uh, come on to another plot twist question for you. We, we ask about a plot twist person, sort of a, a surprise entity that's influenced you that perhaps you wouldn't have foreseen i mean you mentioned some pretty cool names already but is there anyone that, that comes to mind when i mention that oh man so it's a toughie it's a, it's a tough one <laughs> i'm really blessed with a lot of uh great people in my life um i would say a plot twist person was naomi harris naomi harris i when i would do my interviews back in the day back in the day um, <laughs> i'd always mention her and, and and i feel like it's like a a renewal of of of, of mentioning this this amazing woman who before moonlight before yeah. the oscar everything was happening around her career i had fallen in love with her acting i kind of saw an older version of myself when i saw her in small island and 
um, Poppy Shakespeare. You guys don't know about that. That's old school stuff. Um, just an incredible artist. And I was brave enough during the BAFTA Breakthrough Brits uh, uh, scheme and, and program to ask for her to, to come and meet me. She met me at the bottom of like a pizza shop. You know, she had a little event. She's like, real, <laughs> dip it real quick. As you do, Naomi Harris. And she was just like, how can I help you? And I asked her questions that I felt I needed to know the answers for in preparation for where I felt my life was going. So I asked her about fame and how do you carry yourself and what do you do? And she would help me and how do you pick your projects? And she would give me information. Literally, she would literally... I have this like notes in my phone of Naomi Harris telling me about endorsements and particularly like Prada. She would be like, Prada's a great brand. You should try to, <laughs> this is like back in like 2015, 16. And then now I'm like a Prada ambassador, which is great. So wow. she's a plot twist uh, person in my career and in my life. Someone that I love dearly and I respect dearly and who has given me so much time like literally would call me to dinner and be like, where's your life at right now? What's going on? Talk to me. And I'm here as a big sister. Um, so props to her because many people don't do it in the industry, um, but she does. It's a sign of a genuine person. What a mentor, by the way. She's I mean, great, man. Yeah. I want to work with her. Like we need to figure this out, but yeah. Shout out to Naomi. Come on, let's get a project <laughs> together. Yeah. yeah let's do this. <laughs> we, we, we started with uh, talking about sort of man manifestation and for seeing you know, this, this amazing run of uh, success that you've had. What about looking forwards? What's on the vision board looking ahead? Thank you, Tom. You can stay. <laughs> I'm happy to stay. I could chat to you for a long time. <laughs> I'm plotting and scheming. Um, there are seasons where things are on the go. You, you go into work mode, you kind of hybrid mode and you work and you you put your your best foot forward and then those things come out and then then you have a cycle of going back into hybrid mode and that's where i'm at right now putting a great team together realigning myself with great people who are you know smart know what they're doing um and picking the right projects uh one of those projects i've i've selected is in the shadows will be representing a beautiful boxer british somali boxer or should i say somalian british boxer she's Somalian first Ramala Ali so I am plotting you know that but also um other projects too so yeah when I when I think about uh my vision board and obviously I can't spoil it for you you know you gotta wait yeah I've gotta be patient right yeah patience is a virtue but I can believe it's beautiful projects man and I'm in that place of like prayer and like manifesting and just talking to God about like my dreams and like what what I want to challenge myself with people I want to work with um back then let's say like 2015 like no word of a lie I had on a piece of paper the directors I wanted to work with there, there are many directors on there that I still need to work with that I want to but two of those directors were Steve McQueen and um and, and Ryan Coogler um literally just on a on a beautiful piece of paper of hopes and dreams and who I would like to work with and that that manifested itself and then cinematographer was Rachel Morrison that you know, Black Panther, she did the first yeah, one yeah. photography. So yeah, I'm going through that cycle again of of thinking big and who I want to work with and what I want to do. So yeah, I'm excited for you to interview me about those projects. Hey, I'll, be, I'll be into especially the boxing film because yeah. I've got my guy Muhammad Ali up here, who's my yeah. hero. So 
Seeing yeah. something I'm a fan of play another boxer, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm in training three days a week. Kicking my it's kicking my ass. <laughs> good, it's good. It's it's a tough workout boxing. It's it's yeah, it really is. Well, yeah. look, I've I've loved chatting to you. Let's get together again soon and have another chat about your next project. Uh, props yeah. to you for surrounded. You smashed it out of the park. Hope it does really well. I'm sure it will. And um, yeah, hopefully we can speak soon. Thank you, Tom. Bless you. So there we have it. Dr. Letitia Wright. I think she liked that. Or my pal, Dr. L. Well, I might be pushing it in that front, but what an amazing conversation. I think the big takeaway for me was I can understand why she is where she is just from that conversation. There is something tenacious, ambitious, but also a deep, deep passion for her craft and understanding where she wants to go and challenging herself. You can understand how she's got to where she has. I love the fact that she goes for projects that are meaningful to her, you know, being attracted to roles of women fighting for something bigger than themselves. And then for her, what she can learn from that, from playing those characters, understanding their characteristics, and even being quite raw and honest to say at a time when she felt like she needed it. That was quite an interesting insight. And looking at Surrounded, as an example, a black woman playing a lead role in a Western, I think she takes enormous pride in making sure these type of stories are told. And uh, plot twist, wow, she has some pretty good ones. Imagine being on a plane to go and meet Chadwick Boseman and Ryan Coogler about this new film called Black Panther. I mean, of course, they probably didn't anticipate how big it got, but that's a pretty epic plot twist moment. And for me, I'm very passionate about mentors in life. I think that's so important. I mean, Naomi Harris is not a bad shout. Pretty good name to have. But also, I think someone that, you know, a few years ahead who's been there and seen it, understands the landscape, who can pass on that advice as you're rising through the ranks. It's that's so invaluable and a pretty good name to, you know, to, to drop into the conversation. So I appreciated that too. So big, big thank you to Letitia Wright. Go and watch her new film, Surrounded. If you want more Letitia in your life, I thoroughly encourage you to see Aisha on Sky Cinema or on Now. And in the meantime, I'm going to go and manifest that I'll be chatting to Letitia some point next year about her new boxing film. And who knows, we might share a pepper pot. There we go. <laughs> so until next time, ciao guys. Ciao.